We hope you found this message a blessing to your life. More Columbia International University Chapel messages are available at iTunes and at podcast.ciu.edu. Learn more about CIU's undergraduate, seminary, and graduate programs at our website, ciu.edu. Columbia International University educates people from a biblical worldview to impact the nations with the message of Christ. Thank you for the opportunity to minister to you today. Wow, I'm so excited to be here this morning. Are you excited? When doctor, well, you don't know yet whether you're going to be excited. Uh, Dr. Smith asked me a couple months ago if I would share in chapel, and that's a great honor. Thank you. And I was praying, Lord, what would you have me talk about? There's a lot of stuff I could talk about. I've written a lot of books on leadership, but he said, you know, you should tell the students your story. So I'm going to just show you a few pictures and tell you my story. So when I was 19 years old, I was a brand new Christian, and I came here to study at CIU. And I sat in these very seats when I was 19 years old and had a wonderful experience at CIU. God led me here, and it was transformative. And you know, um, while I was a student here, we had a, the same thing that happened this morning. We had the, the board members introduced you ever wonder who are these people? Anybody ever wonder that? Come on, let's see. Oh, you, they all know. <laughs> the board of tr trustees, who are these people and why are they here? You know, I went on to get a graduate degree at uh, Dallas Seminary, and then I wanted, went on to get a doctorate at another school. But I've always had the most loyalty to this school. And I want to share with you why that happened. The board of trustees... I want to let you know, when I was a student, I was curious, who are these people and what do they do? And I want to share a little bit of that with you today. Now, how many of you know that we are celebrating the 100th anniversary right now? Are you aware of that? How many of you are aware of that? Kind of hard to miss. How many of you care? <laughs> I mean, really, big deal, 100 years? Well, all right, this is going to blow your mind, and uh, you're going to, eh, some of you will say, yeah, it makes sense. Some of you are going to be like, really? When I was a student here, we were celebrating the 50th anniversary of this school. Oh, yeah, you should whistle. <laughs> yeah, I'm really that old. <laughs> it's crazy. It dawned on me in the last few months as we've been ramping up to celebrate our 100th anniversary God, you've allowed me to walk with this school for half of its history. Isn't that amazing? I consider it an honor and a privilege. I love this place. But let me tell you how it started. I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. Anybody here from Alabama? And this is a picture of me and my sister and my beautiful Volkswagen Beetle the day that I went off to college at uh, the University of Alabama. Now, the, way I, the reason I went off to college, one reason, to get away from my parents so I could do whatever I wanted. So obviously, I didn't come to Columbia International University. <laughs> I went to the University of Alabama, and I chose Alabama because my sister went there. And I figured, well, you know, I need to go to college somewhere. So that's the day we left and went to uh, Alabama. Now, I happened to dig out my old student ID. <laughs> 
I thought you'd like that. Now, if you look at that, that was my freshman ID. And uh, you might notice my GPA from my first semester, 0.02. And now some of you are wondering, well, how did you get the two? Okay, I grew up in a German home and we spoke German. So I took German (laughs) and I showed up for the final exam. So I got that point too. Uh, My wife is watching online. Donna, shout out to you. I'm going to show you a picture of her in a moment. But um, she says, you know, Hans, when I look at this, I see how lost you were. I was so lost. I was, grew up in a non-Christian home, a religious Lutheran home, but a non-Christian home. And I went away to college so I could just do whatever I want. You know, you can do a lot of bad stuff by the time you're 19 years old. And I did a lot of bad stuff that I'm not proud of. And I went away to the university and I had no more restrictions. And then I get into really bad stuff. And I'm not going to tell you any of that because it's not important. But this picture shows you how really lost I was. Thank God, four students who were uh, just students at the university led me to Jesus over a period of six months. And this is a picture of me right after I came to Christ. Yeah, I know, it's me, I promise. You got to just imagine the hair. But uh, that was me uh, right after I came to Christ. And uh, God used these four young students to lead me to Christ over a period of six months. I was a tough case. I was a tough case. I was so lost and so gone. Have you, any of you ever felt there's no hope for me? God could never forgive me for all I've done. It it can happen. And I said, Lord, I'm going to clean myself up so I can present myself to you and so you'll accept me. Guess what? That does not work. And finally, God used Isaiah 53, 5 and 6 to lead me to himself. I love this to this day. Isaiah 53, 5 and 6. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. You know, I was doing drugs, I was doing alcohol, I was doing a lot of stuff to try to find peace, and I could find no peace. And the interesting thing is, these four guys that led me to Christ, when I looked in their eyes, I saw the peace that I was looking for. They had it. I found out later that it says in the Bible, Jesus will give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. And when I came to Christ, all of a sudden I was delivered from that stuff and the peace filled my heart. I had an empty bowl that was filled with his peace. And then it goes on to say, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned our own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. I was very rebellious against my parents. I don't know what kind of relationship you have with your parents. Some of you have got great relationships, some not so great. I was rebellious against their life because they were lost. But I went the other direction and I was lost. And when I read, all we like sheep have gone astray, you know, the image there, they're all going off in different directions, but they're all lost. 
I thank God that he brought me to himself. And 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, if any man is in Christ, he's what? A new creation. Well, anyway, the guys that led me to Christ gave me a box of stuff to read. And in the bottom of the box was a catalog from Columbia International University. And it said on the, all it had on the catalog cover was the seal of the school to know him and to make him known. And that just jumped up and grabbed my heart. And I said, I cannot, I grew up in a non-Christian home. I never knew about Christian universities. I said, there's a place you can go to college and the purpose is to know him and to make him known? I'm going there. Well, you might remember I told you I had a .02 GPA. They didn't let me in. They wouldn't even accept. So I had to go back and get my grades up. I applied here. I was accepted um, on probation conditionally. <laughs> they weren't sure I would make it. And uh, I came here. And... Um, I got accepted, and uh, it's all because of that catalog. Just as a little side fact, I, st I still have that guitar. Any of you into guitars? It's a Gibson J45. It's a beautiful guitar. This is the day I arrived at CIU. Uh, my mom brought me here. My good friend John, this is right out in front of the Castle's uh, dorm. And that's the day that I arrived. Still have my little Volkswagen Beetle, but I was a new person in Christ. And this was the old entrance to the school. I spent three years here, and those three years just transformed my life. I needed the discipline. I needed rules. I needed structure. I needed uh, help in so many ways to grow, and it really, it was really amazing. This is my graduation day. This is right out front here. This pic these next two pictures we're taking right out here, and this is my father who came from my graduation Notice those pants? Those are pretty cool, aren't they? Bell bottoms? I know. Yeah, I know you're liking those. <laughs> and my dad, um, my mother didn't come to my graduation because she didn't want me to be a student here. Any of you have parents that don't really like the fact that you're here? It's tough. And my father, I'll never forget, my father was German rocket scientist, Huntsville, Alabama, he said, when I went away to school here, he was glad that I had cleaned up my life, but he was very disappointed that I came to school here, this tiny little school in South Carolina. And I remember him telling me, son, you could be so much. You could do so much. I can't believe you're throwing your life away going to that little school. And that's, you know, what happened. That's how my parents felt. Because they're lost. The natural man cannot understand the things of the Spirit. They're foolishness to him. And for me to come to school here, they thought was foolishness. So just, just so you know, some of you I know have parents that are scratching their heads. Why did, they, why did you go to school here? And just give it time. Because you know what happened? Ten years later, my dad died. He died in 1984. And right before he died, six months before he died, my father-in-law led him to Christ. Amen. It's he came to Jesus, and uh, the last conversation, I, now my father was part of NASA his whole career, put us on the moon, Apollo program, and the last thing my father said to me was, son, you know, when you're facing eternity, things, your whole perspective changes. And he knew he was dying of cancer. 
And he says, son, I now realize what you chose to do with your life is more important than anything I ever did. Isn't that amazing? And he put a man on the moon. That's not too shabby. But he said, son, I realize now you're trying to change the world and make it, a, in his words, make it a better place and do good in a lot of places. And that's more important than making money or having this big, important career. So God bless you for being here. You've made the right decision. Another picture I wanted to show you, also taken that day, was uh, my future wife. I met my wife here, same day, same place, Donna Bubeck who uh, became Mrs. Donna Finzel. Isn't she cute? <laughs> she, uh, this, she's still blondie, but uh, she had this beautiful blonde hair, and I would see her going to the mail. We used to have mailboxes over here, and she'd bounce her way down to the mailbox, and I was just like coming up with excuses to, to meet her and talk to her, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I love you, sweetheart. I know you're watching, and... Um, God, by the way, gave us uh, our life verse, Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. We went on and had uh, four children. We have 11 grandchildren. And uh, we are so blessed. We've been married 47 years. And this, yeah, amen. That's worth an applause. <laughs> And this was the verse we chose when we got engaged later that summer, Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. At that time, it was just our aspiration, our prayer for our marriage. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. And that's been our story. God has blessed us so mightily, and so many great things have happened. Well, I want another picture I want to show you. So fast forward a few years, and I'll tell you one of the greatest things I loved about CIU in the days I was a student here. Number one, the spiritual community and the friends that I made here, but the professors. I don't know if you spend any time outside of class with professors, but I did. Maybe I was annoying, but I would go to their offices and I had all these annoying, tough life questions. In fact, Dr. Terry Holbert, anybody remember that name? Dr. Terry Holbert in grad school, I, I was falling in love with Donna and she was a freshman and I was a senior and I said, I don't know, is there any future in this? And Terry said, go for it, Hans. <laughs> he was great. Being with the faculty, Oh my gosh, what a blessing. And we love our faculty here. Well, uh, Robertson McQuilkin, you've heard the name, you've seen some buildings with McQuilkin on them. Well, Robertson McQuilkin was a mentor of mine. A mentor is someone that just, it's not a program, it's just a generic, they push you along in your journey. They believe in you more than you believe in yourself and they help you along life's journey. So every time I would come back to Columbia, he would have me over in his backyard and we would, uh, we'd have lunch. That was one of those times, just a, a precious man. Well, 27 years ago, I joined the board of trustees. I can't believe it. it's time you guys kicked me off. That's way too long. <laughs> 
Well, 27 years ago, I became a member of this board. That's not everybody, but it's hard to get everybody together. But uh, I've loved these years on the board of trustees. I've learned so much. I've made such great friends. And when I was a student here, they were a mystery to me. Like, who are these people and what do they do? And I'm going to tell you right now who these people are. You're just hearing one story, but every person could get up here and tell their story of why they're committed to this place and why they're committed to you. We're here because of you. So what do we do? Well, I like to say we are, <laughs> we're guardians of the galaxy. We're the guardians of this galaxy. I, I had a picture of the guardians, but my wife made me take it out of the PowerPoint. <laughs> But we are the guardians of this galaxy. And so we do two things, and both these things start with the letter P. President. We hire the president, and we hold the president accountable. I don't know if you knew that, but that's an important role of a board. Uh, we love our president. We love our past president, Dr. Bill Jones, and all, I've, I've served at the board with four presidents but we do hire them and hold them accountable. And if they were to screw up, you know, they would be gone. That's the power we hold. Don't forget that, Dr. Smith. <laughs> now, the second P is we protect the school. That's why I say we are the guardians of this galaxy. I like to see it like a sandbox. And I tell the president, you can do anything you want inside the sandbox, and we're not going to micromanage you and tell you how to run this school and, and what to do day in and day out. That's not the job of a board to run the place. The job of the board is to protect the place. So we put the walls around the sandbox, and here are the walls. We protect the school biblically, make sure we don't get away from Scripture, we protect the school missionally. And it really blows my mind that for a hundred years we're still on mission. To know him and to make him known. That's amazing. It's a miracle in many ways. But we protect the school missionally to avoid mission drift. Morally, ethically, spiritually, and last but not least, financially. We protect the school. Let me read the list again. It's really important. Biblically, missionally, morally, ethically, spiritually, and financially. So the last so slide I want to show you is what makes CIU so great. I've been involved in this school for 50 years. We as a board all believe in this school and you in this institution. I got to thinking... What makes this school so great? If I had to make the list, here it is. Number one, the reputation and credibility is amazing. Worldwide. If you say you are a student at Columbia International University, people will respect you for that. And after you're a graduate and you go out into the world, whatever you're going to do, people will respect the fact that you went to Columbia International University. There's, there's Christian schools that no longer have a great reputation but we do. Number two, the education. The education, the quality of education is amazing. You're getting a great education. Number three, the spiritual atmosphere. 
I was talking to Michael Finley. Where are you, Michael? Brand new freshman? All right. Y'all know Michael? Great guy. Get to know him. <laughs> His dad and I are best buds, and we worked together for years, and I've watched him grow up, and I asked him, why did he choose to come here? I asked him this morning, right before I got up here, and he said, I was looking for community. You get that here, the spiritual community. And that's something the board wants to make sure we keep here. Number four, global impact. The global impact. Oh, sorry, I, re I re redid my list here. Uh, the faculty. Oh my gosh, we love the faculty. And all, amen. We love you, faculty. You are our treasure. And we have the most amazing faculty. And that's one thing that makes this place so great. The leadership. We love our president. We love the team that he's built. It's an amazing team. And you don't see most of what they do behind the scenes. But we as a board do. This afternoon we'll be in committees. Tomorrow morning we'll have a meeting. And we interact with Dr. Smith's leadership team to learn what's going on and to get updates about all the various aspects of the school. Tremendous leadership team. The mission to know him and to make him known hasn't changed in all these years and it's significant. It's important. And also what I like to, the, the mission statement, which I think we developed under uh, Dr. Jones's leadership we educate from a biblical worldview to impact the nations with the message of Christ. I love that mission statement for so many reasons. It doesn't matter if you're going into nursing or business or athletics, um, missionary work, pastor, whatever. It doesn't matter because this is what we are educating you for to make an impact. Uh, my wife and I lived in Vienna, Austria for 10 years. We were traditional missionaries and I was telling Doug Rutt, one of our board members on the way in this morning, you know, Doug, we lived in Vienna for all these years, 10 years, two of our boys were born there. And it dawned on me that the business people and the expats who lived in that community often had a greater impact for Christ than we professional missionaries did. So it doesn't matter what God is leading you to, we are equipping you to do that. And finally, oh, that was the last one. <laughs> I'm, I'm so thankful to say that after all these years, we are right on target with these things. These are the most important things. This is what makes this place so special. So let me finish by a few words for you students. Some of you are brand new, like Michael over there. Some of you are brand new. I hope you don't mind me picking on you. But uh, I'm so glad you came. We are so glad you came. Give it time. Some of you might think, well, I don't know if I made the right choice or not. You're still thinking about it. You're still evaluating it. Please give it time. Welcome. Some of you are in the middle. Maybe some of you might be thinking, I don't know if I'm going to finish. I might bail out. 
be patient. Let God work in you. Let your friends work in you. Talk to the faculty. If you're having troubles, talk to somebody. Don't be an island. And some of you are almost done. How many of you are seniors this year? All right. You know, for the faculty and the staff, um, seniors are bittersweet because graduation comes and then you leave us. And we're so glad you finished and you graduated, but we miss you when you leave us. So way to go. If you're wondering if this is the right place for me, uh, be patient, be engaged, don't be an island. Seek people out, talk to faculty, talk to staff, talk to your friends. I know some of you are struggling. I struggled all the three years I was here because I was, you know, Jesus cleanses us and he forgives us. But there are scars that remain. And I told my wife the other while well, I was talking to somebody who's, who said, I wish I had a dramatic testimony like you, delivered from drugs and all this terrible stuff. And I said, no, you do not wish that at all. Never wish that. Be thankful. Oh, Brian, it was you, Brian Beyer, who was, you were sharing that. <laughs> Be thankful. Be thankful if, you're, if you do not have a, dramatic story. But I'll tell you, everybody's story is important. I struggled all the years I was here to believe that God really loved me, but he does. So let me finish by saying this. We as a board love you. We love you, don't we? We love you. You are the reason we are here and we are committed to you to have a tremendous quality biblical education and to have a spiritual atmosphere that will launch you for a lifetime, no matter what God leads you to do. So remember that. We love you. We're here for you. We're committed for you, to you. And you made the right choice coming to CIU. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us for this chapel message from the campus of Columbia International University in Columbia, South Carolina. Our mission at CIU is to educate people from a biblical worldview to impact the nations with the message of Christ.